0: Welcome to the Dream Out Loud podcast, where our mission is to help others succeed. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bowen with Five Star Development, and today we're sitting down with Morin Adanubi. Morin has been blessed with the opportunity to live out her passions every day and encourage others to do the same. For Morin, this pursuit resolves around faith, service, and real estate. Like many others before her, Morin started as an office manager for a small property management firm and worked her way up, creating her own path of business development and evolution of Crown Group, a full-service real estate firm. Morin has learned and continues to acknowledge the value of humanity, hard work, mental curiosity, and mentorship. As she grows as a person, she continues to pour herself into others through teaching and volunteerism. As a coach, she especially loves to work with business owners and pastor's wives. morn is ready to share her energy and experience to ultimately work for you. Whether you need a speaker, a trainer, or a coach, she is ready to be of service to you and your organization. Her vision is to equip others through teaching, coaching, and demonstrating to develop physically, financially, emotionally, and spiritually in order to accomplish their God-given purpose. Maureen, it is a delight and a pleasure to have with you, uh, with us today on the Dream Out Loud podcast.
1: Good afternoon. Nice to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Oh, you're so welcome, and we're always so thrilled to have some of our very own that has done so well and has really become coach trainers and active in DRC, and that's what you have been for a number of years, and so I know that our audience today is going to get a lot of great insight from what you can share uh, with them today, and our topic today is how coaching can change the atmosphere, so uh, we want to start with that, but maybe there's somebody today, uh, we've heard your bio and all the things that you do and and your successful business and real estate in all of those things. But tell us who you really are. Who is Morin? When we get down to the heart of who you are, who is Morin?
1: Well, Morin is God's own princess. (laughs) That's my new tagline now. Um, Last year, I really did some introspection and to see who I am and what I'm all about. And my life really now is about serving God more than anything else at this point. What God showed me through the ministry that he birthed in me, Ambassadress Ministries International, was that my real purpose is to help women develop that princess attitude that is in us, that he has put in us, that we have truly forgotten about. So as children of God, we're truly his ambassadors, representing him in everything that we do. And that's the word ambassadress, is an ambassador, a female ambassador. So that's who I am.
0: Wow, that's awesome. And so we know a lot of people that's listening to the podcast today are just needing some of the special gifts and talents that you have in mentorship. And uh, of course, I love the fact that you uh, love to coach business owners and pastors' wives. Those are some areas that are so uh, important. And so many of those people need somebody to mentor them to go to that next Mm -hmm. level. Uh, So what got you interested in coaching in the first place?
1: Coaching for me was something that I think the best way to really describe it is that coaching found me. I had, um, as a real estate broker, I was first introduced to coaching through um, a franchise that I had purchased. I was a part of a franchise for many years. And through them is when I first found out about coaching and went through my first certification class. I was kind of intrigued about it, but I didn't really know too much about what I was doing with it. It was a requirement. And so Mm -hmm. I evolved from that to on my own, searching it out and getting some more training on coaching. And finally in 2015, I believe it was, I was introduced to DRC by my pastor who had gone through DRC. And it was then that I truly poured myself into coaching and learned what coaching was all about. So it took me three times for it to actually stick. So coaching is now something that I'm very passionate about because I saw how he helped me in my own life, and now I see how that helps other people as well.
0: Wow. this is a lot that your pastor saw after he went through the program, the importance of coaching, and he mm-hmm. also extended that to his entire team. Um, and yes. so how was that as a team going through DRC and the program together? Uh, what did that do for the team, the morale of the team, uh, the vision of the team? What did that do as a team?
1: Well, it really helped us because we had to grow. In order for you to be a coach, you're coached mm-hmm. yourself. And then you really have a lot of time to for introspection and to really get to know who you are and to discover your own gifts. So we all grew individually. And because we grew, everybody else that we were working with had no choice. They had to grow also in their own lives. So it was very impactful on the entire church.
0: Wow, that's amazing. And and so whenever someone gets coaching, it does impact so many other lives because mm-hmm. it takes someone that's healthy, but stuck and moves them into the destiny and the purpose of their life. So I think mm-hmm. one of the things that's important about this podcast today, as we talk about changing the atmosphere, uh, is that mm-hmm. truly whenever you get everyone on the same page and everybody is moving toward their destiny, it does create that kind of an atmosphere. So I have to ask you this mm-hmm. question. Tell me about coaches that you've personally have and how that affected you as an individual?
1: Well, once I went through coaching with my pastor, Pastor Davis, I actually from that point on, I've had other coaches and now I've just got to a place in my life where I don't think I'll ever have a, a stretch of time that I would not have a coach that I'm personally working with. So even as I'm coaching other people, I'm being coached myself because I want to continue to grow. I want the accountability that I also get from my coach. And I think that me having a coach, I can, in one year, I can do as much as I used to do in three or four years, or maybe even more in some cases.
0: Wow. That's powerful. When you start talking about coaches, having coaches. Yes. And the importance of that, because Mm -hmm. every coach also, even though they're coaching other people, Mm -hmm. sometimes gets lost in the midst of their dreams. And so having that coach, of course, that, as you have said, has affected your life.
1: Yeah. But for me, it's not even about being lost in my life. It's also about having more clarity and also Mm -hmm. having accountability. Those things are things that just make you better. So it's not about it's coaching is not just for people who are lost or people who feel like they're stuck in their life. It's also people Mm -hmm. who are living vibrant lives. And a lot of my areas of my life are quite vibrant and, um, I'm, you know, I'm living in my purpose. But having that coach just pushes me and helps me to accomplish even more.
0: Yeah. And I think you said a key word with that, and that's the accountability piece. Mm -hmm. How does the accountability help really push you in that place, you know, know, for destiny or being stuck or whatever the case may be? How does accountability really help someone move to that next level?
1: See, there's something about human nature that I think is hilarious. When I promise you something like today, I said, I'm going to meet you at this time. I show up. But when I make that same promise to Moran, guess what? I can change it very easily. I will keep my appointment with other people more than I will keep my appointment to myself. So Mm -hmm. when I make it and when I'm being accountable to somebody else, I'm more likely to do the things I said I'm going to do. For instance, if I said I'm going to go to the gym at four o'clock today, if someone Mm -hmm. is meeting me at the gym at four, I would say there's a 98 percent chance I'm going to make it. And if I'm not going to make it, it's going to be a very, very good reason for me not to make it. But if I tell myself I'm gonna be at gym at four, but I really don't want to go, then there's a very good chance that I'm not gonna show up at that gym because I never really wanted to go in the first place. But if I had to explain my why I'm not going to someone else, it's easier for me to go than to find a reason not to go. And for that reason, we're able to do more when we have a coach than when we don't have a coach.
0: Mm. So what percentage of your clients would you say Actually fulfill their accountability whenever they, uh, you know, probe out the accountability. What they're going to do the next week? How many? What's the percentage you would say that of those people that come back and their accountability is actually fulfilled?
1: It's extremely high, almost at a one hundred percent. When they say I'm going to do this by this date, and we talk about it, they do it but when they've been and it's funny that those are some things they've been working for years and never been able to make it through and all of a sudden they're accountable to somebody else and they get it done
0: right right that accountability piece is so huge in coaching and of course Mm -hmm. we know the acronym for drc is plans powerful questions listening accountability neutral and silence and that accountability is so Uh, Vibrant to make sure that people are really seeking their dreams and fulfilling what they say that they need to do for the next week. So, um, how can coaching really change the atmosphere? And that's our topic today. Of when someone is going through coaching, it can really change the atmosphere of their life. How would you project it? Yes, no.
1: Being stuck is something that's actually what got me into coaching that really got me into it, not introduced me, but actually got me into believing in it. I was at a point in my life in 2015, when I was stuck, I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know where I was going. And that's when I reached out to my pastor and it turned out that he was actually in the process of becoming a coach at that point. So I was his quote unquote guinea pig. And the whole thing about it was that I was, I had got to a point where I was not dreaming anymore. I had accomplished all the goals that I had set for myself, and then I just hit this brick wall. And what coaching has now done for me is I have a life plan now. I know what my calling is now. I know why I'm here. So being able to know what is it that you want out of life and then being able to pursue those things, it makes your life have meaning all of a sudden.
0: And how valuable is that to really put that value back in somebody's life after maybe a circumstance or a situation uh, has hit them hard and kind of taken the the wind out of their sail? And by you asking those powerful questions and holding them accountable, that you see them start living again. So why would you encourage people to actually get equipped and trained as professional coaches?
1: You know, it's, it's really essential to having a vibrant life. Mm-hmm. One of the things that happened to me, so it was in 2015 when I got back into being coached. In 2016, I was diagnosed with uterine cancer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Walking through that whole process of cancer, all of a sudden, having a purpose, having a, a a goal in life, having dreams again, was able to help me to navigate through that. So I made it through that i think in a much better shape than i ever would have been if i had not gone through coaching at that point so coaching helps you to discover who you are and why you are here and that gives you it empowers you to be able to do the things that you want to do in your life
0: yeah and 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 you'd mentioned go ahead
1: i was also going to add part of my coaching um program included having a life plan so having that life plan put together where i had 12 different areas of my life that i looked at and i had goals in all 12. so i had something to look forward to i had something to live for and when you're wow, facing something like cancer that's something that's invaluable
0: right right so you mentioned earlier you started uh, coaching you know kind of before you found drc and then you mm-hmm. found RC. What drew you to DRC and the Chans uh, with the coaching? I know you said your pastor kind of introduced because he was going through the program. But what was your real draw to actually choose and not just to do one track, but to go through the entire program?
1: It was something about it. It really made sense. And it was like the light was turned on. Even though I had been through a couple of coaching programs before, it was different. In this case, it was a situation where nobody was telling me what to do. And it was amazing because I think it took several sessions and it was actually not even a coaching session. It was in a group session where I was talking, where I was asked a question that I realized, wait a minute, he's never told me what to do. My coach never told me what to do, even though I was making all these changes in my life. I attributed that to him initially. And then in having that conversation that day, I realized he has never said anything about what I should do. All he did was ask me questions. He asked me questions about what I was doing, why I was doing what I was doing. And all of a sudden, I'm coming up with these answers. And I realized all of a sudden that all the answers were within me to start with. I just needed somebody to draw it out. That never happened during the other coaching sessions that I, I mean, the coaching programs that I was a part of. So finally, I really got to know what coaching really was. It's not about telling somebody what they needed to do. It was about pulling from out of them what God had already placed in them. And that made all the difference to me.
0: Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, of course, I don't think I've ever asked this on any of our podcasts. And mm-hmm. you are a DRC trainer. Uh, you train a lot of students that come through DRC. Tell me a little bit about the DRC family, the people that you've connected with as team members, our co-founders, Dr. Sam, Dr. Brenda Chan, the clients even that you have. What What is there about the family of DRC?
1: I think it's about the word—the word care—is the word care is the first thing that comes to mind. Like the people really do care about you. They're not there to tell you what to do, but they help you to pull out from you what you already have inside of you. Having said that, I think the other thing that's really good about DRC is the fact that the um, the coaches that I've worked with in DRC, and I've worked with several, including you, when I, I actually came back and took, um, I think it was track two all over again two years ago, right. I had taken it previously and then came back and did it again in your class. And it was about me being able to define what my purpose is. I was looking for that. I really want to get a definition of my vision of, um, and also of my mission, personal mission. And going through it all, having the ability to go back through and go and refresh myself. And it really, I, I just love it. I love the idea of nobody acting like the instructor, so to speak, like there's nobody who knows it all that's instructing everybody else. It's more of a guide. Where I was guided through the things that I needed to find out about myself. And I love that. I love the caring. I love the, um, the knowledge that was imparted on me and also the changes that I has brought through in my own life.
0: Wow, that's awesome. I've really found that DRC really is a family. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Sam and Dr. Brenda, their goal and their source is to really help others succeed. And now more than a thousand people run through the program. If you're just tuning into the DOL, the Dream Out Loud podcast, we're sitting down with Morin Adanubi, and she is uh, about several things. She is a woman of faith. She's a woman who loves to serve, and she's also in real estate. She's a business owner, and you have seen and heard already her success story of how coaching has helped change the atmosphere in her life, and our topic today on the podcast is how coaching can change the atmosphere. And so, um, let me ask, more why? Why did you actually decide to become a coach? We know why people actually hire coaches, but why did you decide to become a coach?
1: I will. I really think coaching picked me because when I defined who uh, who I am and what my goal in life is, I realized that. My gifting is teaching and I've known that all, all along, but teaching, there's an aspect of teaching that I still love. And again, I'm passionate about, but when I look at coaching, it's not about someone telling somebody else what they needed to do. It was about drawing things out of people. And when I drew things out of people, I found that they were more valuable and the growth that they um, experience was so much better than me just telling them what to do or teaching them something. So the coaching part became a very natural part of what I do now. And I, once I could identify with it, I knew that that was something that needed to be one of the things that would be in my arsenal.
0: Wow. That's awesome. And so for those again tuning in, you may be asking what the program is about DRC is a company that actually trains people how to become coaches by the simple principles of the plans that i just mentioned a few moments ago Mm -hmm. it is a 50-week program uh five sessions 10 weeks each you're uh, peered up with a master coach such as Morin that we're interviewing today and also some other peers that you learn the process uh, track one is the basic essentials. And track two, uh, that's the one that's the whole life. That's when you really understand who you are, how you function. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that gets people, I think, the most. Number three is, is coaching with Sam Chan. Four is uh, learning all the LLCs and all the background behind coaching and what you need to know. And five is, of course, helping you get ICF certified that we really believe is quite uh, essential. So we would love for you to visit our website at www. Dot dot for more information. Uh, Morin is one of our master coaches and has been with us for the last eight years. And we're honored to be able to sit down and talk to her and to pick her mind a little bit about the success of the atmosphere changed even in her life as she became a coach. So we realize also, Maureen, that in coaching, that oftentimes in track, usually four, we start really narrowing down to our niche. What mm-hmm. is our niche? So what would you say your specialty in coaching is? I think. That's already in your bio, but I want to hear you say what you really feel like your niche and coaching is.
1: Well, my niche at this time is really helping women. And Mm -hmm. specifically, I feel a calling to pastor's wives. I believe that it's such a niche on its own, and it's something that God really called me to because it wasn't something that I birthed on my own. There were a series of events within a one-week period that led me to picking that. And one of the things that I found was in um, I started out when I wrote the curriculum for the pastor's wife coaching, I, I discovered that there were certain unique pains that they have that are unique to their position. And sometimes those pains actually creates a situation where the woman, when it is a pastor who is a pastor's wife, they can become a bottleneck to the ministry and being able to free them up to help them to be able to have the role that's more of a supportive role. And in a lot of cases, a role where there's a so much dependency on them and to be able to help them with their own special pains has really freed up the whole ministry as a whole. So that's something I'm passionate about. And in working with pastor's wives, another thing that I enjoy is working with women in general. I have some clients right now who are high-level professionals in their fields, and just being able to help them discover their greatest value and to also help them with their pain points in their life so that they can actually excel.
0: Wow. And and you can always tell when somebody taps into their passion, and I could tell Mm -hmm. even your passion as you talked about Pastors Wives on a little bit about the study that you've done with that and the Mm -hmm. importance of that and how you're really making an impact on pastor's wife. So if you're a pastor's wife today, listening to the podcast at the end of our show today, Mauren is going to give you some information of how to connect with her. Maybe you should consider hiring a coach to help you through some of the difficult times in your life, or just direction, or just trying to figure out what is that next move for you. She would be a great resource for you to be able to reach out and, and to make contact with. So uh, we know that that's your passion and the passion is there Mm -hmm. uh, for you to coach women. Uh, How do you incorporate coaching to a team? I know that you have a very successful business and you have a great team. How do you translate that over into teamwork?
1: Hmm. It's actually, (laughs) that's a good question. Translate into my team. With my team, what I have discovered is that Having my values in place is the most important thing when it comes to working with my team. So we have our mm-hmm. core values of who we are as a per, as a group. And us being able to have that thing that we identify with, then we can, out of that, the coaching is not even as important with my team because of the core values that we have in place. Mm-hmm. So we can always go back whenever we have a problem, we can go back to those core values and say, This is who we are. Did your actions match who we are? And that's the same thing that we do in coaching where someone defines who they are as a person. And then you look at your actions. Does my action match who I've already identified myself to be? If it doesn't match, then we need to talk about why does it not match? What is going on with me that's causing me to act out of character? And those are the ways that I help my coach, to, I mean, I coach my team to be in place because we already defined who we are to start with. For instance, one of our core values is that we do our work as unto the Lord. So, did you really do that? Do you think God will be impressed with what you just did? Another core value we have is win win. When we work with a client, we want to win and we want the client to win also. We don't do win lose. We don't work for a client, and the client at the end of the day feels like they didn't get what we they wanted, but we got paid. That's not a win-win. A win-win is we did a good job for the client, and then we also got good money for the work that we did. So we won because we got paid. The client won because they got what they paid for. So by us being having those core values in place and working toward that, that's really what helps me with working with my team to make sure that we're doing exactly what we're supposed to be doing.
0: Well, so in Dream Release Your Coaching, uh, is that actually a part of the program of working on core values and vision statements and mm-hmm. mission statements? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with that, of course, it really helps them define who they are and what their their real purpose is. Good. And it also well, helps
1: thing- to, you know, in terms of working with team. sorry to cut you off. Um, it time. helps me identify people to bring on my team also. Sometimes I've mm-hmm. actually had people at an interview look at our core values and say, I can't live with that. And that's Mm. fine with me. So we don't even bring them up. I've also had people who come in and then we say, remember, we talked about win-win. This was a win-lose deal. How do we do that? And I've actually had an employee tell me, I don't like that win-win stuff. And I was like, what don't you like about it? You actually want win-lose. You want to be able to get paid for work you did not do. And she said, Mm. yes. I said, you don't belong on this team. And we, so we ended it right away because that was not a win-win situation where she wanted to get paid for without doing the work. We don't do that. We work for our pay. That's the way we do that. And also, I would not allow an employee to work and not get paid. We don't do that because that's not win-win either. So it's not about me winning and them losing or me winning at their expense. It has to be something that's mutually beneficial. And that's the way we do things, not just with our employees, but also with our clients as well.
0: Wow, that's awesome. And that all goes back to integrity and making mm-hmm. sure that people understand your values and the value system that you run with your company. Yes. So at the end of every episode, uh, Dr. Brenda, of course, of course, a few years ago, go wrote the acronym DOL, Dream Out Loud. Mm-hmm. And she likes for all of our guests that are on. And of course, you're not just the guests, you're a part of our team. But we want you as Morin to dream out loud and tell us what your next big dreams are.
1: Well, I am working on the launching of Ambassadress Ministries. This is a ministry that equips women to, be, um, to know how to position themselves as ambassadors of Christ. So one of the pillars of that ministry is us being able to have no opinion of our own, and every opinion that we have will be the opinion of Christ. And our goal mm-hmm. is to be able to use our very lives to draw people onto Christ. So it's equipping women to be able to live out what it is that God has for them. So I'm so excited about that. Before the end of this month, we'll be launching the website, com, And I cannot wait to start sharing this. I've already started meeting with different pastors, wives, and also churches that I've spoken out to really bring out what it is that we're doing for Ambassador's International Ministries. So that's my biggest um, thing that I'm looking forward to right now.
0: Wow, that is awesome. That is awesome. Uh, Well, of course, we want to know how to get in touch with you personally. There are going to be some ladies out there, maybe some pastors, wives or business owners Mm -hmm. that is saying, I need to contact with Moran to find out what I need to do. What's that next step? And again, like you said, maybe they're not stuck. Maybe they're just in transition or maybe they're trying to refocus or they just need that push to be held accountable. Mm -hmm. How will they get in touch with you?
1: The easiest way is by email, moren, M-O-R-E-N, at morenspeaks.com. That's M-O-R-E-N at M-O-R-E-N speaks.com.
0: Wow. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Morren. You're not just a guest on the Dream Out Loud podcast. You're family. Uh, you've been with us for about eight years out of the 12 years that DRC has been around. So we thank you for your service and how you are helping people to live their dreams and others to even become life coaches. So thank you for being a part of the DOL podcast today.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Chris. I appreciate you having me on. You have a good one.
0: We hope this podcast with Morn Adanubi has helped you to DOL. We thank you for joining us today and to learn more about Dream Releaser coaching or to find out about other products and resources that you heard about today, you can simply visit us at www.dreamreleaser.com and you can hear us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We'll see you next time for more inspirational topics right here on the DOL, the Dream Out Loud podcast.